Howdy doing, kings and queens, and welcome to another edition of Talk Back to Me podcast. I'm your host, Paul, a.k.a. Exclusive Stories. Got my man next to me, MC Ticket. Yo, 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 what it do, man? You know what we doing. We in here trying to change some lives, so you better be paying attention to what we doing. You feel me? Ticket with those inspirational quotes, and I got my girl over here, Chelsea, with the Where's the Wine. Go ahead, Chelsea. What's going on, everybody? Um, yeah, we're going to be spilling some tea today. All right, and last but certainly last least, I have Jelly over here with her ears to the streets. Tell us what you got for us. Of course, I have the urban news, the local news, the central news. We got the news from everywhere, goddammit. All right, that's Just what I news. like to hear. That's Just what I like news. to hear. That's how we got it, the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first things first, everybody. How was everybody work week this week? We in Saturday. It's time to turn up. What we doing? What we talking about? Mm. Man, all kind <laughs> of shit. Well, I mean... You say you got the news next to it, so you know it's going to be some mess, it's going to be some drama, it's going to be some realness, some not-so-realness. What you feel? Oh, I mean, you asked about the work week. I had a bad <laughs> week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. Oh, you got your wine? <laughs> I, I was ready. You see the cup there, I think we, we all had our <laughs> share of work week. You know how it works. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shoot, I'm still in the middle of mine. Look at y'all. <laughs> well, hey. Mm-hmm. hey, let's keep it moving. How about your week? Uh, my week was copacetic, man, trying to make moves out here for everything and everybody out here in the H. So let's just jump right into it. Chelsea, we're going <laughs> to, <laughs> you know, a little education over here, just a little bit, just a little bit. All right. So, Chelsea, let's go ahead and start off with your Where's the Wine? What you got for us? All right, y'all. So I want to talk about how you have certain men who believe that women shouldn't be in positions of power or any it should have a say-so in anything, right? So this week, I had an incident where, so um, I have, I'm a manager at a, a, a visual manager at this store. And so I have a partner who's a sales manager. And for some reason, you know, he doesn't think that I should know what I'm doing. And so he sends emails and he CCs my manager and his manager before he speaks to me about anything. Mm. It's almost like he's trying to get me in trouble, right? Sneak this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's what he's doing. So I always <laughs> respond to the emails like, you know, hey, if you ever want to sit down and have a meeting and talk to me face to face, you know, that's fine. Basically saying, say this shit to my face. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not for real. You know, but Period. He, real he, business <laughs> etiquette like, yeah, yeah. say it to my face. Catch you know, me in so, these streets. Oh, catch me outside. <laughs> <laughs> and he never, he never does it. So I came in and replaced somebody. He basically ran that lady off. Like, you know, she said she got a new job, but she left because of him. She couldn't handle it. I'm not I'm not her. You know what I mean? You're not going to, you know, say shit or, you know what I'm saying, make me feel some kind of way where I have to quit my job. Exactly. What they say? Uh, play pussy, get fucked? Huh. <laughs> yeah, nah, none of that. Say it one more time. Play one pussy, more time for the vibe. Get fucked. Yeah. Wasn't none expecting that. that one. None of that. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah. No. Yeah, nah, don't back down. Don't oh, be no. no. Well, so the issue is my manager keeps telling me, you know, because I'm, I'm pretty new. I've only been in this position for like maybe two or three months. So she keeps telling me, you know, just keep it professional. Be cool. You know, don't don't say anything. Don't reply to his emails, you know. And I was like, well, he's never going to say it to my face. So there's always going to be this unspoken thing going on in my store. Like, that's uncomfortable. We got a silent you beef. Know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm more of a nip-it-in-the-bud kind of person. So, um, well, I want to say, like, two days ago, uh, shit got out of hand. 
And I told her I wasn't going to keep my mouth closed this time. Like, I couldn't. Hmm. Uh, this nigga yelled at me, bro. Oh. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. You was know, it kind of like a rah? Was it kind of like a rah? Well, something didn't go his way. And that's a difference. Um, it shows. It's a slight is. difference. <laughs> you can yell with an emphasis, and then you can yell with a, bitch, I'm trying to control you. So, so it, you know, well, probably well, one of I, those us yells, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I want to <laughs> say it, it might have been like it's like a control thing because okay. something didn't go his way. Okay. You know, um, and nothing's ever gonna go your way unless it's your business. You feel right. what I'm saying? You don't run shit. You know what I mean? So he he got upset and he yelled at me and he called me my manager and like the people above her incompetent. What? Yeah. Let me snap so, all, all these people don't know what they're doing. You the only one. So you're you misogynistic me? at this point. Like, yeah. Oh, no, that's there? definitely what it is. Before I even got to this uh, position, everybody was like, oh, he's, he's very chivalrous, so you got to be careful, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that means he don't like women telling him what to do. He don't like mm-hmm. working with women. That's not my motherfucking problem. Exactly. That's his problem. Period. Real personal, so, bro. <laughs> yeah, so my manager was like, just Hard be professional. She was like, what did you say back? And honestly, I, I just looked at him like he was crazy until he realized I didn't give a shit, and he stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, well, you're going to have to send an email so we can reach out to HR. And I was like, cool, I could do that. I could be nice nasty. Yep, I could do it. <laughs> so uh, I basically, I just sent him an email, and I was like, hey, uh, my sister told me you got to act like a white woman. You can't be, you know, you know, no. She was like, you what? can't be this black Damsel woman. Damsel in distress, that yeah. thing. Yes, yeah. basically. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this. No, you, you, you saw my face got real focused. And everything. Fake tears, all of it. You get it. Come on, we okay. here. So, <laughs> we so here. basically, if I were to, was to say to him what I really wanted to say to him, mm-hmm. um, I'm this angry black woman. That's what they expect of me. But, you know, white women always playing victim. They cry when they're wrong, and you call them out on their shit. So my sister yeah. was like, play victim. So I was like, hey, you know, uh, just wanted to let you know I felt very uncomfortable with the way you spoke to me yesterday. Um, oh, this whole paragraph. And so he never, he didn't respond. I'm with this man for eight hours. He didn't say nothing to me the whole day. And before I was getting ready to leave, he was like, hey, we had some donuts. Do you want some donuts? <laughs> that's I was like, so what you trying to call me, a fat I was like, you trying to call me fat? Like, why you think I want donuts? There's no wrong answer to that one. No, I was like, all day. Why you offer me some tea? You been walking past me all day. Like, there was a lot of stuff he could have said to me, and he didn't. The main thing he could have said was, hey, you know what? I apologize. Mm-hmm. And I even mentioned in my email, I was like, hey, if you're going through some shit, I get it. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes it follows you to work. That's fine. <laughs> but, however, mm-hmm. if you ain't going through nothing, I would highly suggest that before you say anything <laughs> to me when you're upset. You catch me outside. How about that? Not Sound level. You know, and, and that actually might have been what threw him off. But I said, and again, you know, if you have anything to say. I'm here Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Feel free to contact you me. You can talk to me whenever. <laughs> or you can hit HR email support at... No, no, seriously. Do you feel like you handled it accordingly? I mean, do you feel better after you handled it in that, I mean, in that light? Or, I mean, do you feel like you really still have more to say to him? I mean, I did she what I was... I did what I was... <laughs> yeah, I got more to say. But I did what I was supposed to do professionally, you know. Um, yeah, so... We'll see what happens Monday morning. Man, I think we just got to realize, man, like, everybody matter. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I said something like that a long time ago. You have to respect the person pushing the broom as the same person that locked the door. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because everybody matters in, yeah. in different lights and different situations, different scenarios. So, you know, it might come up again. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. do you think you'll be able to handle yourself in the right situation if it come up again, or you might just lose? Well, I already told my manager it ain't going to be too many too many times. It ain't going to be too many more times yeah. to play me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because I would rather speak to him face to face, but for some reason he cannot talk to He's me. He's giddy. He don't like confrontation. He's gay. Mm -hmm. You know, he sent, like, he'll wait. I'm there Monday through Friday. He's there with me. But he okay. works on weekends, too. He'll wait until I leave at fri Friday at 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. And he'll email, email me at 345 with a list of shit from the whole oh, that's week. That's why, man, he worked the weekend. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, a weekend he, worked the yeah, weekend. Yeah. No, he waits until I leave. That's the same oh, okay. day. That's the same oh, wow. day. Okay. You know, I'll even go and stand there and talk to him. And, you know, but, hey. That's men for you. Some men. I'm not going to say Yeah, I'm going to say, hey, hey, I'm not hey. going to say all. Yeah. But, but hey, I yeah. will say that a lot of men, <laughs> no offense, guys, do not know how to communicate. No. Like, mm. well, effectively, they that. don't know how to channel their emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of part of what I was going to speak on later on today with the yeah. topic. Well, do, do they you don't think know we how to channel their that? emotions. Hmm? Do you think we were built for that? Um. Yes, I think we were all built for that. But you weren't conditioned to be nurturing and loving ever since like young girls we were always mm -hmm. taught to be mothers we were always taught wives. to be caring yep. okay. and wives but men you were taught to be strong be tough don't cry um, don't yeah. cry yeah. You, what you not, crying for you acting like a little girl what you crying for not, you know not, not necessarily um yeah. some men are actually some boys are actually grown in a household mm -hmm. where they're actually groomed to be an actual man being strong it, being all this that you know what we think the perspective of a man really supposed to be. That's not true. Some are actually coming out the household. And man, actually, but that's not I what mean, it's supposed to be. Not to, when not men to are disagree. too emotional, they say you act like a girl. Yeah, yeah. because you learn because they a lot of the stuff you learn later. Yeah. But, yeah. but women are saying it too nowadays. Some women will say that you're being too unemotional by pouring out your feelings. But you so learn a lot of that. You learn a lot I mean, as you get older, man. Yeah. A lot of stuff you learn through relationships, through different situations, mm -hmm. and you learn how to communicate or you learn how to. Everybody's different. Always, you know, right. always paint that picture. Nobody in this world is the same. Yeah. Everybody perceives stuff differently. Everybody looks at stuff differently. We all come from different backgrounds. So with him coming at her the way he come, that might be what he know. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. You know, like the way she perceives it might be what she know. So it's yeah. a lot of different people, man, that perceive things in different ways. So I don't think it's so much of how you were taught, because even the way you were taught, you're gonna have like. 50, 60% of that in you. But once you get out here in the real world, oh, yeah. you oh, pick I up had your a life own. experience. You know what I mean? You pick yeah. up your own everything. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, you know, some people suppress and some others express. So with that being said, you know, he he may be a little scared of you, baby. He, he, he know he <laughs> know that black it? girl magic. He know what's going you on. Yeah. You looking like that when you, I mean. Nah, because nah. you've only been in this <laughs> position, what, two, two to three months, you said? Up. Yeah, two, three months. Exactly. You've been in this position for a short amount of time and you handling your business. That's it. And he's intimidated. Who knows how long he's been there? Yeah, and how long he's had to work to get into the position he's in. Yeah, and to see that you know you're getting noticed for things or you're doing something that he can't necessarily get done quite right. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. He mad. He yeah. bothered. He's a. And what's know. crazy is like he hired a new girl like three days ago, and I went in the back and he was venting to her about my email. You know how you walk up on somebody talking about you, they try to hurry up and act like they talking about something else? Yeah. Like, I caught that. And he was, <laughs> just, he was like, you know, I just have this, you know, uh, this, this deep feelings for my customers and for this company. I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for this company. 
That's crazy. Brother, you gonna have to have more that's of a life than yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta get <laughs> off. You gonna have to have more of a life than just you know, the right company. there, that's his that's his everything. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's all he knows. It feels yeah. threatened. Like she said, he feels threatened probably and he like, man, she's not finna take nothing I done started or I done built or yeah. feel like he didn't built. So Well, I mean, and that's the thing, we do two completely different things, but he feels like because, you know, it was his store first, you know, things should go how he oh. wants them to go. <laughs> so it's just like you know, I, I don't know. We do two different things. He is not in a position to tell me how to do my job at all. You know so let's I mean? let's let's replace it. If you were in his shoes and he was in yours, how would you relate? Um, what you mean? Like anything, like the stuff that he's saying to you right now, the stuff that he's feeling, or anything that he said to you that he feel like might need to be done like this or said like this. Like, how would you relate? Well, um, it would. It's different for me because I don't take shit to heart like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, he got mad about some chairs that came in that were a different color than what he wanted. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he, he yelled at me about some chairs. Shit. And my thing was, we don't even have the table for the chairs yet, so we can still be fixed, and you're upset. You know what I'm saying? When he told me, I was like, all right, cool. I'll just email the buyers. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, no. This, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then he emailed, he tried to go above me and emailed the buyers. And they were like, actually, those are the right chairs. We don't have the other ones anymore. That's what you're going to use. big so man. So he embarrassed <laughs> You know what I mean? Super <laughs> big man. Super yeah. <laughs> he might well put a cape on, God damn it. Superman. Yeah. So he, he talking about you right now. We doing something different. Right. He over there talking yeah. about you now. Yeah. 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 And he didn't call me incompetent and all this other kind of stuff. And he was the one in wrong like i actually exactly. didn't even yeah, that's do disrespectful anything, man you so. know certain words that you use incompetent probably would have yeah i'm different that probably would have drove me up for oh yeah he most definitely too. and i know what it means when you got that definition your mother was incompetent for not completing the I job of swallowing you that's <laughs> what that's who's incompetent here we go but you know what i'm proud of you for not being me because me and yes. I couldn't even be I would have bro in that it. moment. You mm. know what I'm saying? But, I mean, he don't even know it. You know, HR and everything is already involved. And I didn't even have nothing to do with it. So mm-hmm. I actually be trying to save him. Because he always sending these rude emails. I ain't saving nothing. Sometimes <laughs> people need to wake up, though, man. Some need, sometimes, yeah. You need a reality check. You, sure you know what I mean? Sometimes your mind and your thought process and the way you feel and the way you think, like, you know, sometimes yeah. you need to be brought down, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the crazy part is he probably sleeping on the air mattress. But uh, <laughs> no, no, nah, nah, I mean, in his mattress. apartment. He he, one of those guys. He like to show off everything he has. He, is he low key like? So that's the thing. <laughs> like, I don't want to ask. You know what I'm saying? Like he fabulous know. or what? Because apparently he, he isn't. Short but that was the you first sure? thing. That <laughs> okay, he could be metrosexual. You know, those are people who are like really into their appearance, really, you know, into like styling and things of that nature. Yeah, but I think he might be struggling with his sexuality because. You're the visual, you know, yeah. manager, and he's just like, I wouldn't do it like that. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. I would he, do it another he way. He definitely tries to. I would turn the table like this feng shui. <laughs> like, he definitely tries to redecorate my rooms. And First of all. Oh, when I come in, I say, hey, you know, I don't know who moved that, but they need to move it back. And he's just like, oh, you know, I just thought, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't move care back. what you thought. Move it back. Because hmm. I ain't put it there, so I ain't moving it back. Yeah. So. I mean, you're still going to have to have a talk with him. <laughs> he won't talk it's to coming. me. It's coming, though. <laughs> he won't talk to me. It's coming. It's going to be, it might not be the way you want it to be, but it's coming. Yeah, we're going to see. And you may have to initiate it. Yeah. Because yeah. you know yeah. he's not going to Sometimes do it. you got to be. <laughs> you're going to have to do like one of those, like, hey, can let me borrow yeah. you for mm-hmm. a second? Tried that. Right. And he was like, well, I'm busy right now, so if you want to talk, talk to me now. Okay, but when you're not busy, <laughs> you're hit not. me. <laughs> yeah. 
definitely you're not. You know what I mean? At the end of the day. But, yeah, it's coming. I mean, it's going to have to be something. You might even have to say, hey, man, let's hit the Starbucks over here real quick. Let me That's let me holler at you for lunch. Let me holler at you for breakfast. Dinner, for some donuts. Use your comfort. You know, your work environment is just like your home environment. People don't realize that, you know, you at work just as much as you are at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? You sleep eight hours. You get home eight hours. You work eight hours. So. All right, well. Well, I said all that to say, you know, men, I don't know what it is. Don't be jealous of women. Sometimes you need a woman to help you get to where you need to be. Mm. Can't do nothing without us. <laughs> Preach. Say what? Preach. You can't do nothing without us. You, <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. And that's Chelsea with Where's the Wine, y'all. Most definitely eye-opener right there. I most definitely enjoyed that. I think everybody enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. So let's just go ahead and jump into the next phase of everything. All right, so we have a great topic of discussion for the day, ladies and gentlemen. This one is probably going to ruffle up a couple of feathers here, but, hey, it <laughs> needs to be talked about. Um, what's going on? The connect, disconnect between kings and queens. Mm-hmm. What's y'all point on that? So You tackling it first? I mean, I can. <laughs> I ain't got no problem with speaking. I mean. So, okay, so here's what I would say. The disconnect between kings and queens or, you know, men and women or whoever. I feel like the problem is people don't necessarily listen to others to understand them or listen to comprehend. Mm-hmm. They really just listen to respond. And in doing so, you tend not to be empathetic towards how other people are feeling because you just want to respond to them and get off whatever you have to say. Mm -hmm. You feel like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I'm going to let you finish, but (laughs) I need to get my point across, Kanye. You know, like... No, seriously. Yeah, that's what he did. That's exactly what he did. And and he didn't take into consideration how it would make her feel or Mm -hmm. how it would make even Beyonce feel. Mm -hmm. She's embarrassed. Because of you, it's like, damn, like, I mean, I know I deserve to win, but nigga, I ain't tripping. Why you tripping? Like, don't, don't get on here and make it seem like you're yeah. doing this on my behalf because now, mm-hmm. I, shit, I'm offended for her. I'm mm-hmm. offended too. Mm-hmm. But people, people tend to speak to others with no compassion. Okay. Um, and that's, that's the problem. You know, people, um, again, men don't know how to express themselves, um, whilst using their emotions or channeling them in a positive way mm-hmm. because they're quick to anger or they're quick to, like, shut themselves off and they, you know, suppress how they're feeling. Versus women, <laughs> women are like, no, I'm mad. You're going to know I'm mad. I'm hurt. Like, we're going to well. talk about it right now. Now, right now. And people <laughs> don't understand. Men do it, too. Men do it, too. They have those tempers where it's like, no, I want to talk now, so we're going to talk now. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's just not cool. You, you have to give man. people their space, you know? That's hard, though, because a lot of women are emotional. A lot of men are physical. Exactly. And that's my case. Like, I'm really emotional to the point where I will shut down, and I will have to, like, take five minutes to myself before I can come and talk to you about whatever I'm feeling. Because mm-hmm. I know if I talk to you right now, you're not going to like what I have to say. But mm-hmm. what about those I people that don't kill. shut down? Ooh. Yeah. I, Do you hear that one? Please. There's some people that don't shut down. There are people that some people that don't shut down and don't know how to bring that anger down. And, so and then you gotta exactly feel what, all of that. What you deal with. Because if you're that person who does shut down, you're dealing with that person who doesn't. And oftentimes they're nagging at like, you hear me talking to you, you know, they want to get physical. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a yeah. minute, big fella. Cause nine one one. I'm like, this might as well be a hit squad. Cause yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm well, putting man. a target on your back. Get out of my face. Don't touch me. Yeah. If I don't want to talk right now, you have to understand, let people process things on their own. Everyone goes through their own process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone's healing process is different. So you feel like, oh, well, I cheated on you, and I said I was sorry, and I bought you this, and I did this, so you should forgive me, right? No. That's like, not how it n- works. Like, no, 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 you love me. You love me, so you <laughs> got to forgive me. You got to take me back, baby. What you talking about? Mm-mm. And she's like, yeah, nah, <laughs> brother, that, that skull still, you know, it's still mm-hmm. I'm still I bleeding. You to leave you I'm still bleeding. Now, I ain't even got the stitches in this joint. But by you saying that, do you feel like a lot of women do things to men as well and feel Hell like – yeah. And feel like, hey, you should get over it faster because you're a man, you're stronger. No. Because there are a lot of women we, that feel that we way. We know that y'all cannot take half the shit we take. Mm. It's, uh, that's a, that's a, that's, it's, that's, it's, it's yeah. a give and take, though. Yeah. Reason why. No. I always use this. I always use this, right? Like I say, women are emotional. We physical. You can go cheat. Women are physical. Go, uh, huh? Women are physical. Some of them try to get there. But I mean, just go and, but <laughs> right. that ain't really bothering us. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> what I mean by that is you could cheat, I, I could cheat, right? Shit. But I cheat me, on you, you heartbroken. Let me, let me explain what I'm telling you. And when it comes down to it at the end of the day, my first question is going to be when you say, I did, I did, I did, did you fuck him? <laughs> right? That's, that's a man's did, first did question. Now, I should really be worried about if he know all our business, if you're talking yeah. to him 24-7, because the emotional matters way more. Yeah, but we only him? care about, did you fuck him? Yeah. Now, in your stance, you're looking at it like, if I say, man, that's just a nothing-ass chick. I hit it. I'm done with it. It's over with. It's but you're looking note. at it like, wait, how many nights you talk to her? Right. What she know about You gave us? her time, yeah. attention. Yep. Exactly. So that's why I say yeah. emotional and physical. And like you, to, to touch on what you said, it's more of a, a understanding. Mm-hmm. A respect. That's the biggest thing that we have to talk about is respect. Half of the people don't respect another person when they're talking to another person. We talked Thanks. about space earlier. Res- respecting people's space. Respecting people's conversation even so the, the, the conversing back and forward. Like, I can't talk to you a certain way and expect you to take it in and you talk to me a certain way and I don't take it back. Exactly. That's a lot of the problem. You have to realize who people are. You didn't grow up like I grew up. You don't believe in what I believe in. You don't have what I have. You, your thoughts aren't my thoughts. So you have to respect the person enough to say, hey, they're different from me. They take it the way they take it. I take it the way I take it. I'm going to perceive it this way. They're going to perceive it that way. That's the problem that we deal with a lot of times today. And it's, again, I'm going to keep saying respect over and over. You can't get in somebody's face and expect them not to do something back to you. Exactly. Vice versa. You People know what I mean? are not so okay with agreeing exactly. and disagreeing. Mm-hmm. So, you? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking about a disconnect in relationships, but you also have a disconnect in, in general between men and women, especially in, you know, the black community. Mm-hmm. You know, I get in debates with people on Facebook all the damn time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can see you it right now. Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes. You one of them, bitch. I, like <laughs> I mean, I argue with people all day long, and it's honestly, I feel like people just need to mind their damn business. Like, if you got too many people, you got men that feel like they can tell women what they need to do and women telling men how they need to be mm-hmm. when really, you know, like you said earlier, you know, we all human. We all going to do what the fuck we want to do. Everybody and it ain't nobody's yeah. responsibility to judge us or tell us how we supposed to do it. Exactly. You know, I was watching an interview uh, with Megan Thee Stallion and she was like, this dude told her, you either going to rap or you going to twerk. And she was like, nigga, I could do both. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to tell me what I can and can't do. Yeah. You know, and I'm in school, you know what I'm saying? I you know, mm-hmm. I pay, I got all my own shit. You're not finna sit up here and tell right. me, you know. Facts. You know, How so I'm gonna do me. Right. Well that's the difference of like like we talk about spoiled 
and we talk about blessed. Like, we were talking about that the other day. Mm -hmm. And they were like, man, too many kids are spoiled to get what they want. So you're mad at a parent for doing for their kids? <laughs> you're mad at a parent for doing child. for their kids? So when they come <laughs> out now, That's I mean, you crazy. think about it. Yeah. If I have the means to do so, and I could take care of my child and set them up for college and set them up with a yeah. business and do yada, 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 mm -hmm. the kid who had to work for everything is mad at my kid because I was able to set him up. Like, my father used be to tell me all parents. the time, don't right. be me, be better than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I took that to heart. So mm -hmm. with my kids, I try to make sure that that's – he even told me the other day, he was like, hey, man, um, you know, I'm getting a little older. You thought about a life burial policy? And I was like, what you mean? Mm -hmm. He was like, man, for me, your mom, he was like, other people do it. Why wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. He's like, if something happened, why not put a life burial policy on me? Start your business. Stop working for people every day and work for yourself. Yeah. Just different that. things that, you you know, yeah. you can touch on. Yeah. And it's – but that's the disconnect. You might get with somebody to be like – Oh, your, your parents give you everything because their parents didn't give them nothing. You got to do research, man. When you get Even when you're dating somebody, I need to know your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your grandpa. I'm telling you. Because some I need people to know don't come from love. Man, if they don't know don't. love, they can't show love. Exactly. Nah. If and you don't know it, that's a, that's, that need to be on the shirt. Say it again. Man, if you don't know love, you can't, can't show, show love. love. Copyrighted by Jelly. Oh. You did. Only on Talk About Hidden Podcast. Some people know hatred. Some people know anger because yeah. they've yeah. been had they've dealt with hatred and anger their whole life because they mama or they daddy couldn't do what they needed to do for them. Mm -hmm. They have to do it themselves. Yeah. So now they fighting the world the whole time when they don't realize the world ain't even fighting them back. Yeah. Nah, seriously. You know what I'm saying? And and it's different ways to channel your energy or your anger and do stuff in the right fashion, mm -hmm. but people don't. So you might get a woman that's broken. You might get a man that's broken. Mm. Fact. You know what I mean? And when you put that together, if you put two broken people together, it's terrible. Yeah. But if you put one broken person and one good person together, when they leave, that person is gonna be broken with that broken person because that broken person ain't been fixed yeah. you know what i mean exactly. so it's, that's the problem that we deal with that's again with respect that's the problem that we deal with man mm -hmm. a lot of people don't do the research on what they're doing and what they're going through mm -hmm. you have to know the person that you're talking to man there's some messed up people out here in this yeah. world man it is that's why definitely. you need to uh you need to do some soul self-care soul yeah. searching yeah. people who counseling are so mad at the world before because you they're deal not with right other people. for themselves exactly yeah. I'm, I'm telling you like i have a sibling uh one of my brothers, he's like super jealous of my son because he's spoiled. Like he's very well. Man, I'm kind of jealous of him too because little dude fly. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, I like six braids, and they, I mean, I ain't had hair in a long time. So oh, I mean, his braids like, like a lead singer before. You know what I'm My boy be clean, but you know, and it's like, okay, you got your two kids, and I got my one, and you feel like, oh well. You put him on a pedestal and you treat him like this, and he, okay. why, you don't let him be a kid. You don't let him get dirty. I let him get dirty. He just don't care to get dirty. I don't have a dirty child. Mm -hmm. He values being clean. He values not having cuts on him. He don't want to be hurt. Well, he go outside and play, and he's rough. But when he come in the house, he's like, "Hey, mommy, I got a bubble. I need some alcohol." Like mm -hmm. I have Sound a three like year old Kayla. who says, "I need <laughs> alcohol." Like, and he's just like. I mean, why is he so, uh, he's sensitive. He's sensitive. He's yeah, sensitive because he no. tells me he loves me all day. No, mm. I show him love. So right. he knows to give that back. Yeah. Literally, I'm boohoo crying in Walmart because my <laughs> son threw a temper tantrum. He never throws one. He wanted Jason's Deli last night. They were closed. There was nothing I could do about it. Mm. So we drive by Chick-fil-A. He's like, okay, mommy, can we have that one? I was like, baby, I think they're closed. And he was like, let's just try. Hmm. We go, we try. I open the door, I walk in. They was like, oh, sorry, man, we're closed. And I was like, see, Poppy, I told you they're closed. He runs into the booth, like, boo-hoo crying. Hmm. And I'm like, hey, it's okay, Papa. Well, you know, we can figure something else out. And that lady was like, oh, my God, no, don't cry. <laughs> 
she give them the food. Like, yeah. we didn't have to pay for it. That's Shout out to Chick fil A. Like you know what I'm saying? That's because he's fly. Exactly. She give him the food or whatever. We go to Walmart. I promised him a toy. So we go to Walmart. This is like 10 o'clock at night. So we go to Walmart to get his toy and let him pick his toy. And before we even get, like, good into the aisles or anything, he's just like, Mommy, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, what's wrong? You know, what's going on? He's like, I just need to talk to you about something. I say, what's up? He's like, well, Mommy, I just want to say I'm sorry Mm. for being rude because that wasn't very nice of me. And I'm just like, Mm. I'm I'm boo (laughs) crying. Like, you know what? That that literally was a moment for me as a mother. It's like, okay, you're doing something right. Because for my child to take accountability Mm -hmm. and be able to express himself in that manner and know that he was wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm teaching him how to communicate effectively, and that's something that's going to stick with him throughout his lifetime. Yeah. I need you to be able to be accountable for your actions. I need you to be able to communicate mm-hmm. how you mm-hmm. feel and apologize for, you know, acting yeah. out from time to time. He was like, he's like, you know what, I've never been that child, yeah. so I'm not going to be that kid today. Like, you know, I don't want to make my mom feel bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, go on, boy. You go, go Jelly. Well, see, <laughs> man, you're doing and the his, right and his connect might be right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once he gets older, his connect with exactly. a queen. Exactly. It is starts might be right. it starts now. This exactly. is where it starts. It starts That's as soon true. as your child Man. is born. This is it, you're molding them. You're molding someone else's husband, someone exactly. else's father, mm-hmm. someone else's grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, uncle even. It doesn't matter. You're molding this child to be an adult who influences other children. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know But you also gotta let them know, you know, hey, once you get older, you you're gonna respect as well. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. you respect people, but you you need the same respect back. Yeah. Definitely. And you need to know when to be in a situation, when to walk away from a situation. Don't be in the day. It could, yeah, don't, don't ever no let nobody over. treat you in a way that they don't need to be, man. I mean, mm-hmm. that you don't need to be. But I mean, what you think, Paul? I'm a chime man on it. I think more so it's more of a spiritual connection right now. We lose focus on trying to find out about a person physically, what they've been through, mentally, stuff like that. But we actually forgetting the most important factor. Mm-hmm. What is their spirit looking like? Yeah. If we don't know what a person's spirit is looking like, how the hell are we going to be able to grow with this person? Yeah. You can exactly. grow with a person physically. You can always change things physically, as you see, mm-hmm. with plastic surgeon, <laughs> breast implants, oh and ass implants. Do oh I God. need to continue? Yeah. After that session, then what? But we what do, you, <laughs> what do yeah. you do after? I mean, at the end of the day, you'll never be able to change a person's DNA. You still yeah. ugly inside. There True. you go. So that's what it really goes down to. You need to dig deep. That's the yeah. disconnect right there. It's the spiritual connection that you need to have with a, a lot person. of people don't believe that, though. Hmm. No, a lot of yeah. people don't. It's, you know, we get preached out about that a lot, too. You know, yeah. having God in the center. Because once he's in the center, then you connect automatically. My pastor told me a long time ago, and I ain't one that, you know, speak too, too highly just on, you know, because I ain't at church every Sunday. But when it comes down to it, he told me, he said, man, you know, you can stand at the altar with your lady. We can be side by side, you know. As long as you're keeping your focus on God, they could be in the wilderness for two, four, five, six, mm. seven, eight years. And when you turn back in those years, if they right, they'll be right by your side too. And if not, they'll still be lost in the wilderness. That did something for me and touched me because I was like, man, you know what? That let me know to keep my faith on God and do the righteous things in life and everything that's for me will be for me. Exactly. Whether it be a person, uh, riches, I mean, whatever it is that you that you feel like you need to have in life, whatever it is, it'll be right for you if it's for you. Right. And that's the same with kings and queens, man. When it come down with people, you got to make sure that the right people with the right energy is in your space. And if they not, you need to remove them, man. Hmm. Yeah. And then also to chime in on that, um, being spiritually connected doesn't necessarily mean you got to be at church every Sunday. Exactly. Amen. You know what I mean? You you can do that spiritual work on your own. You know what I'm saying? As, as long as you, you... And everybody is different. You know what I mean? So as long as you... 
follow your heart and you know exactly what it is, the path that you're supposed to be taking, you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about what nobody else around you is doing. Can't nobody take that take that away from you. Mm-hmm. They got their own shit they need to be worried about. You know what yeah. I mean? So you have to know your God for you. Like, yeah. you know, you got to know him yourself. Yeah. Can't nobody tell you how awesome God is if you haven't experienced right. it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, everything in life, though. Yeah, even for past real. You got to know stuff for it's yourself. It's just like your mama say, all right, that stove hot. Don't touch it. You be like, yeah. oh, it's hot. <laughs> You're going to touch it anyway. Yeah. That's just a point like, of life, man. No, yeah. you got to bump your own head. Yeah, All right, we most definitely going to take an intermission on that one. Great topic. Like I said, we got much more to talk about on that, but I do want to pass the mic over to Jelly with her ear to the streets. What you got for us? Yo, this is Jelly with your ear to the streets, and uh, I just wanted to touch bases on, so have y'all seen When They See Us? Yes. So no, I watched a little bit, but I didn't. Yeah. It's it's a it's a nail biter, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. tough. It's like it's difficult to watch for us. That is a horror film for yes. black people, but people don't understand that is our reality. Yeah. yeah. That's not just some old '90s shit. Like, yeah. No, still we're happening. still dealing with this. Yeah. Like True. people don't understand that these five young boys. I mean, the ages of 13, 14, 16, y'all are being placed in jail mm. for a crime you didn't even commit. You're being coerced into yeah. admitting to something that you definitely didn't do. You know you didn't do it. Yeah. Mm. And they're beating your ass. Your mm. parents have no legal knowledge. You have no legal knowledge. You're just a child. It's everyday you, life, you're right? Scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is. and and that's the reality. Children are scared. People are scared yeah. and they don't know how to they don't know how to prevent those type of situations. Which all it had all you have to do is educate yourself. Um, had they had a better system, like a better legal knowledge yeah. for them, then they would have been able to, you know, combat that. And it's crazy how they were padding that case against these boys and hmm. trying to make them fit. Like the time frame didn't match, the mm-hmm. locations didn't match, the the evidence even shown. Okay, there's one set of footprints, there's one set of drag marks. Yeah. You found a sock with semen in it that didn't belong to anybody. Oh, it didn't belong to anybody. Crazy. And these boys were still punished for that. They, Their entire childhoods were gone. They were labeled um, rapists. Well, they had to be registered sex offenders. Yeah, I'm like, they're labeled rape, rapists. You can't be around any children who are not immediate family. You're stuck on a curfew. You have this stigma going with you everywhere you go. It's going to be difficult to date. You yep. have to. You well, know. that's pretty much you know telling them kind of throw their life away. I mean, that's that's the kind of situation that's exactly they put you what's in. Going on. And you I touch because I have somebody <laughs> close to me that's in the same situation. They tell you that you can't stay by any park, by any school, nowhere. Um, you can't have kids around. You can't have liquor. You can't have alcohol. So they're basically telling you you can't have life at all. And anything that you do, you go on five, ten, twenty, whatever it is that they were giving you probation for. So I mean. I'm glad you kind of touched on that because I hadn't watched it. That's that's man. that's a tough situation, though, man. I mean, I cried yeah. that whole last man, episode. Man, that whole last episode, yeah. and, man, Corey Wise, you are the strongest, the toughest, the most resilient ever because they wouldn't release him because every time it was time for him to go up for parole, he would say, no, I I'm not admitting to something yeah. that I didn't do. I'm innocent. Like, I didn't do it. Hmm. You have to admit guilt before yeah. they release you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it's like he was tortured. Like these young boys mm. went through hell. Mm. You know, some found religion. Others were just more into their passion. Some just was like holding on to faith. You had a supportive <laughs> mother. Yeah, some of them, your daddy walked out on you. You yeah. come home and you just like, uh-uh, yeah. I ain't dealing with dude no more. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Trauma Cray, 
he was like really so strong and feeling like, all right, I'm doing this by myself. I got my mama here. My daddy walked out on me. He told his dad, and he was like, do you know what would happen if you go up there and say the wrong thing? Like, yeah. this is my life. Yep. Yep. You playing with my life. You the reason. And he and was his dad. He was and the, the police, <laughs> the police got into his dad's head and was like, oh, your current employee know that you a felon? You know, that you had this on your record. And do, do, do. He was like, oh, that's not even relevant right now. He was like, yeah. We can make he was it like, relevant. exactly. Right. We can exactly. make it relevant. Like, you know, that's all right. They don't know they're going to know. Right. Unless your son does admits, what we want him to yeah. do. Or <laughs> says, you know, that he was a part of this crime. He going there. He yelling at his son. Like, God damn it. You going to do what I say. And da, 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 da. He going to stand. And he was like, my son not a liar. My son not a liar. I made him lie. I made him lie. He was like, oh, so are you teaching your son that it's okay to lie to protect your family? He was like, yeah. And he was like, oh. And you say your son not a liar, right? We could trust his word. And he was like, yeah, you could trust his word. My <laughs> son don't lie. They was like, well, luckily for you, we have his words on tape. They did the confession, yeah. you know, where they recorded the confession. But these boys were coerced into yeah. this. They were beaten. They were tortured. And nobody cared to say, all right, at what point, mm-hmm. where were your parents? Where was your lawyer? They didn't have any legal counsel. Like, no. these kids it were did. being interrogated without a parent. Yeah. First of all, let's hmm. start there. Yeah. For hours. For hours, you didn't feed these kids. You didn't let them sleep. You were badgering them. You were, you know, real life beating their ass to get this confession out of them. And yeah. they kept saying, like, I didn't do it. I didn't do yeah. it. I didn't do it. But the one time you finally got them to say, all right, I did it. It's on tape. It's on tape. <laughs> and you feeding them names. You feeding them situations. You feeding them a storyline. And, of course, it's loopholes in everybody's story. Nobody's story is matching up. Like, nobody's. And Corey Wise, he literally went down there just for his friend. To, yep. like, support his friend yeah. and be there yeah, and yeah, make sure that, right. hey, man, look, I can't let you go down here by yourself or your mama going to yeah. kill you. <laughs> Which was a sense of community back then. Yeah. It was like, hey, my partner going, I got to go. Like, yeah. I, man, look. Your mama ain't finna knock my head off because mm-hmm. they took you and I was nowhere to be Something found. Something that nobody had today. Right. And he ended <laughs> up getting it the worst. And he got it the him. absolute worst. Uh-huh. He was he was beat from every jail he went to. Mm-hmm. He was in basically a supermax jail. He was in solitaire because they were beating his ass so much. They were trying to take him to the infirmary. One of the cops, it was a dirty cop, and he was like, man, look, infirmary is for snitches. Next time, ask to go to solitaire. Right. He's, like, beat literally within an inch of his life in one of the jails. He's stabbed and everything. Mm -hmm. He recovers. He goes to solitary because people have this jacket on his back, like, oh, he's a rapist. And he was, like, it was another cop at another jail. He was, like, you know, we don't do famous people. Everybody the same around here. Like, TV. Yeah, Yeah. your case is on TV. Oh, you think you special. You think you special. You have a jacket of a rapist, so, you know, you have a lot of people doing time that have kids. Exactly. And they feel like if you're harming kids. But it wasn't a kid. But it wasn't a kid. It was a grown woman. I'm just stating in general. You know, you have a lot of people that have kids or grown-ups or anybody that, and they feel like I'm here and my kids or my wife or sister, cousin, anybody that's there and you mm-hmm. raping, but I'm here to, I was taking care of my family. I exactly. might have been hustling yeah. or doing whatever, but you're right, even if he didn't do it. So now that yeah. mind frame is like, okay, I'm going to give you the same kind of harm or hurt. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's and, tough. and it's really cold that, you know, these boys had to go through that. And then at one point there was another guy in the jail mm-hmm. and they had like an altercation. And, a, you know, a few, li- few years down the line, they ran into each other once again on the yard. And he was like, hey, you still telling everybody you innocent? Like, you know, anybody who listen, you still telling me you're in- innocent? And he was like, yeah. He was like, because I am. Like, you know, what's up? Like, what's it to you? He was like, man, 
I just want to, you know, ask your forgiveness. I want to know if we are right. He was like, yeah, we good. You know, yeah. it ain't nothing. I ain't worried about it. He was like, are you a spiritual person? Like, you know, what is your hmm. faith like? And he was like, why are you asking about my spirituality? He was like, man, all these years you've kept faith, you've kept hope. You have to be spiritual in some sort. Yeah. All along, the young man who was talking to him was the guy who actually committed the crime, who actually raped the lady and killed her. They in prison at the same time. They in prison. It's crazy <laughs> how the universe aligned like that. Unbelievable. And he was like, and the dude went and was like, nah, I got to write a confession. Like, he went and confessed and was like, man, that wasn't him. I can't let somebody else yeah. suffer for what I've done. I guess he found God yeah. while he was in jail, and he was just like, I can't let somebody else pay for my sins. God work in mysterious ways. Man. Mm -hmm. You know. And I'm like, being that he had lost his entire childhood and a portion of his adulthood, it's just like... I mean, all of his 20s. <laughs> all his 20s. It, and yeah, that's bye -bye. important. Uh, see you later, alligator. <laughs> Your 20s is important. <laughs> no, no, you know, seriously. you have some people that go to, you know, to go to prison or go to jail that's innocent. And yeah. kill themselves. You know what I mean? You have some people that get out that can't, that can't adapt to the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the institutionalized. You know what I mean? And it's, it's... I mean, what you think could be done about that, though? I mean, what is it that can be done? I mean, the system is already flawed. I yeah. mean, you might get a rapist that get five to seven years if you get somebody that's selling drugs to get 30. No, facts. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the system is flawed as it is. So what is it What is it that you think can be done about that situation? Man, we got to get the right people in office. Exactly. exactly. People don't understand yeah. that when you're voting, you have to pay, a ticket to, uh, pay attention to your ticket. Mm -hmm. Like, pay attention to who you're voting for. Pay attention to what they support. No, like, they pass. <laughs> no, they pass. No, they pass. Speak. No, for sure. You yeah. have these people who are Confederate flag junkies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> Excuse me, no, seriously, we got these the Confederate current. flag junkies in the background. And meanwhile, we vote for them. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Trump over there hugged up with him like, take a picture with me, buddy. Like, come on, yeah. man. People, people well, that's have I mean, that's awareness, he has though. something to do with that case, too. And Trump was Donald taking Trump. out an ad. He was taking out an ad on the in the newspapers and on the television, calling for the death penalty to uh, be enforced on these boys, oh boy. these five children who were innocent of a crime, you know. Yep. And and then in 2013, he tweeted talking about okay, you know, basically saying okay, they might not have committed the rape, but they was doing something. But they was doing something. They were still oh, terrorizing Lord, people in the park. Right. And then, but wait, but with when that much money out, don't care because he's not even on the he's not even on the base ground with those people. No. Yeah. yeah. He's in a whole different light, a whole different area. So his. His thought process is like, who cares? Just another right. five yeah, people definitely. that's not here. But, you know? but the lady Linda Farstein, yeah. the, the yeah, lead her. detective on that case, when the ADA came to her and was like, or, yeah, it was another DA or something, she came to her and she was like, hey, uh, these boys didn't commit this crime. Hmm. You know, mm. they didn't do this. Mm. And all the evidence shows, even the, the semen matched this guy, mm -hmm. you know, the tracks, he gave us detail after detail, you know, to what happened with this lady. He said he walked through the uh, park with her Walkman on, covered in her blood, listening to her music. <laughs> like, you listening to her music while she's laying there dying. These boys way on the other end of the park. Getting arrested. Getting arrested for something that, well, they, they were getting arrested for being um, a group. It, they were supposedly wilding in the park, which <laughs> is what they said they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they wilding they in the park. Anything? Yeah, they Yeah, um, they got a total of $41 million. <laughs> So Corey Wise got the most because he, of course, served the most time. I believe he got like twelve point two million. Everybody else got like four point seven or yeah. so. Okay. Um, and it's just like he fine too. And he ooh, <laughs> ooh <laughs> wee, oh, he, my boy. He had to be good looking. He had to be good looking. And he's actually using his initiative <laughs> for um, inmates who were wrongfully imprisoned. 
that's what he's doing right now. But people need to have um, more voices in our communities who actually help these inmates transition from mm -hmm. jail to reality, to the free world. Because okay. once you're in there so long, you're institutionalized, and it's kind of hard to break that mm -hmm. unless you have somebody who's been there and is like, hey, it's okay, it gets better. And no, you can't be a teacher. You can and leave no, Houston you can't today vote. and come yeah. back next week and something changed. So imagine yep. being gone for 20 or 30 years exactly. or however long. And it changes. I mean, literally, it's, you come home and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" A camera on the phone. You're like, Boosie, huh? Boosie is like, I could talk to you face to face on the phone. Exactly, <laughs> FaceTime. It's just like, what? Like, I've never heard yeah, of such man. a thing since when? Now that's. I mean, something has to be. I mean, I know we. I know you say watch who's in the office. I mean, it got to be a different type of awareness, man. I mean, we can always tell our knuckle, not just our knuckleheads. There's knuckleheads in every race, every Educate culture, period. Yourselves. But you have to. <laughs> mm. You For sure. know what I mean? You Educate have to know. You can't, you can't just let somebody railroad you. You know what At I mean? At all, like, you have to know the law. You have to know your rights. People mm -hmm. don't understand. Know your fucking rights. There's people that yeah. get pulled over Let's right now and, and still think they can't talk. Oh, man. You can say what you want to say. That's and it. you also don't have to let your window way. down. You yeah. don't have to open your doors. You do not have to consent to a search of your vehicle. There are so many things. You cannot get arrested for driving. Like It's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> it's driving is an act yeah. of commerce. You can't get arrested yeah. for that. And yeah. people don't understand that's not that's not a crime. Mm -hmm. You have to actually be committing the same a, situation. a crime to get that ticket. I out the car. Man, I've been... Profile so many times is unreal. I snatched out the car, pushed against the car. I mean, they put me in the back seat with no handcuffs. You know what I mean? That's all I'm going to say. What threat am I if you got me in the back seat with no handcuffs? You know what I mean? Like, different situations like that. But you do have to know your rights. You have to know what, you know, what they can, what they can't do to you. I mean, what they can say and can't say to you. It's a lot of stuff that goes on in America, man, that we allow. And you have to gauge people. Yeah. Like, I can see that you're trigger happy. You walk up to me with your hand on your gun and you're already like, hey, uh, hands on the steering wheel. I'm like, look, <laughs> brother, here you go. I'm not reaching for nothing. Yeah. I'm not getting nothing else. My mm -hmm. insurance driver's license is in my hand. It's up against the but window. But you know what that back to? I ain't got nothing else for you. But you know what that dates back to? Like we just said, there's some broken people and there's some people that aren't broken. You're right. So I could put my hands out the window, on the steering wheel, on the window, on the outside door, whatever. Yeah. If you're broken and your mind says to do whatever it is you're going to do, you're going to do it. I've seen See, people that put their hands though, out and still get if hurt. I, if I'm not giving you that reason, I literally, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move. I don't give a damn what you do. I'm not moving. Facts. And if I'm not moving, you can say, oh, so you're resisting arrest and you're failing to comply. Okay, take me out this motherfucker and put me in my cuffs. Please and thank you, but I'm not moving. Mm. Call for backup. Excuse me. Can you call for somebody else to come? Because yep. I'm not comfortable with just you. Yeah, and you call gotta your be partner. You gotta call be call with a couple more though. partners. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. They sure do. And people need to know your know who's policing you. Know who's policing your area. Mm -hmm. You yep. need to get to know some of these cops. You can request the officer to come out to your scene and say, hey, I need you to call officer such and such. And yeah. woo -woo -woo -woo. You have to, though. Yeah. I mean, like in my area where I'm at now, you know, I pretty much know all the constables because it's constables. And it's one or two that are a little bit more ridiculous. They're not trying to hear it. Then it's one or two like, hey, man, we're doing too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm -hmm. not necessary. So you, but that's, again, what I just said. You know what I'm saying? You have some people who are this way and some people who are that way. Yeah. Some people have it on their mind. Some people don't. I mean, you had the guy the other day that just showed up. It was all over Facebook and Instagram. And he had his hands out the window. He's like, man, you see my hands. What am I doing? I'm sitting yeah, in the car. I'm not doing anything. And he's like, you're resisting He's like, I'm not putting the car in parking. He's, like, <laughs> he's <laughs> like, what am I doing to you? I'm sitting here. So, I mean. It's just it's the world we live in, man. It's a it's a hateful place. People are power hungry. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then I won't I won't say I'm I'm lucky per se because anything can happen. Like you said, some people just don't give a fuck. But my dad is a police officer, 
So, you know, he makes sure we know everything we need to know. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten pulled over so many times for, like, stupid shit. And the first thing I say, like, I, before they even get to my car, I pull out, I take out my license, my insurance, and my, they give us a card. Like, if your parent or your spouse or somebody is mm-hmm. law enforcement. I, and I hand it to them. Oh, oh, who, you know, who is this? That's my dad. Oh, okay, well, we got to check it out. So they'll still write you the ticket. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they yeah. got to they no, call you to make sure you ain't ticket. lying. <laughs> but uh, you better yeah, not If I did, I mean, that's the same. I tell them if I was speeding, if I ran a light, that's fine. Give them a ticket. But at the end of the day, all the extra is not needed. You know what I mean? Like, we all make mistakes in life just like anything else. If I run a, if I run a light, I'm speeding, give me my ticket and let me go on by my way. Yeah. All of the extra, the the hand on your gun, step out of the car. Unnecessary. I, and I tell them, I say, I'm, you know, the guy pulled me over for a seatbelt before I had a seatbelt on. I said, my seatbelt is on. You just put it on. Mm-hmm. I need you to get out the car. So I'm getting out the car for a seatbelt. That's what we're talking Like, now we're getting out the car for a seatbelt. You didn't come up and say that you had a probable cause of searching, right. weed, smell, drinking, any of the above, but I'm mm-hmm. getting out the car for a seatbelt. I will not. You know, you can call somebody else. You can write this ticket and let me go on by my way, and then we'll <laughs> talk about it in court. Exactly. Other than that. But, you know, you if have to you know how to talk up. to them, man. <coughs> Excuse me. Just and I feel like there needs to be some type of mental evaluation for this. And who's evaluating them? Like, what tests are you giving them I to mean, say they, that they, you're they mentally do. stable? They're supposed to be. They're, supposed they're doing it, but who, who the fuck is administering this test? Because we have so many dirty cops. We have so Other many people cops that who are just, just like them. take the law into their <laughs> own hands. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We need to do community policing. There does not need to be uh, centralized. You know, you, you, you got these people who want to go into martial law so bad. Yeah. They want to have complete control over your lives. Into your homes on their own free will, well, do what the fuck they want to do, when they mm. want to do it, how they want to do it. And then on the other end, you got people that's just looking for a check, and they know what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. You're right. So it's they ain't, they ain't really doing, uh, you know what I'm saying, doing nothing. They just, oh, I got a badge. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I got a badge, I, and, and you don't. Shoot. You know so what I mean? Man, you got to think about it, though. A lot of cops, so and I hate to say it like that, because I got cousins, uncles that are cops as well. A lot of cops are scary. On a scale they of one to ten, how fast oh, you yeah, think I'm pulling this trigger? Yeah, exactly. They're scary. <laughs> they live in fear. I'm, so they're already approaching you in fear. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They, <laughs> you look at them in high school, they were lame. Right. You know what I mean? They yeah. pull it up. That's just how it goes, man. But now they're looking to get yeah. back in any way that it's they crazy. can. But, you know, hey, it's the life we live in, man. But we do have to figure out a way of change. Got to be a solution. But well, that's most definitely an eye-opener yet again from Jelly with her ear to the streets, everybody. So we're going to take a quick intermission and get right back into the topic of discussion at hands with kings and queens in... All right, so let's go ahead and get back on the topic of discussion with kings and queens. <clears throat> We're at the breaking point. What's your final take ticket? Man, again, like I said, it's... Like I said earlier, man, respect and just under like you know she stated understanding as well, but respect. My biggest thing is respect, man. Just respect somebody when you're talking to them and garner that same respect. Don't let nobody disrespect you. Mm. You know what I mean? And you give the same respect back. If you can learn to respect one each other, communication would be so free. You know what I mean? If, if I can yeah. come to you and tell you you got a bump on your booty and you can tell me the same, I'm just saying that's res- you know what I mean? Like, Why is that the first thing that comes to mind? I'm saying, I'm saying in a situation of a relationship. <laughs> uh-huh. you know what I mean? like, Let me find out you got acne on your ass. <laughs> if I did, I got rid of it. You got a bull or something. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, just that simple, man. It should be that open and that respectful where you can talk to somebody about anything. But right. a lot of people don't feel like they can. And that's yeah. the point. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amen to that. Chelsea, yeah. what's going to be your final take on it? 
I mean, I'm I'm just real big on you know basic common courtesy. You know what I mean? Like you ain't yeah. even gotta know nobody. To, like you said, show them respect. You ain't gotta know nobody to be able to communicate with them properly. You know, you gotta check yourself before you go come to other people. Hey man. You know, so that's that's my whole thing. You know, check yourself. Oh, I felt that check one. Check yourself Ooh. before you wreck <laughs> yourself. I don't know. I felt that one. I felt that one. All right, ain't no, no see no shade. <laughs> I like that. Go ahead, Angelica. What's your final take? Oh, he was in that <laughs> government names. Okay. Yeah, using government but, out oh. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know so, your rights. I mean, man. <laughs> so, I mean, again, I would just say I, will, I need people to actually listen, to understand, and to comprehend versus mm-hmm. just to respond to people. You know, um, take accountability for your actions. Give people their time. Let them go through their process. And then try to, you know, come back, ease back into it. Mm-hmm. You know. You can only get off a person what you get them. So, like Ticket said, yeah. Most definitely. What I was, like I said again, all of this has been a great eye-opener. My final take most definitely is going to be pretty simple and pretty asthmatic as far as this. Um, Find out who you're dealing with spiritually. You cannot be dealing with just crumb snatching, (laughs) excuse my French, jumping over the fence type people and expect they're going to change just because you're showing them something different. Find out what you're dealing with spiritually before you even get into that level of understanding with a person. Because I guarantee you that's going to be the answer to all the questions that you may have, whether it's bad relationships, friendships, being a parent, being someone in authority. It all goes goes (laughs) back down to making sure you find out who that person is spiritually. Ticket, go ahead and close us out with your ticket thoughts, please. Well, man, at the end of the day, I thought – you know, I always try to touch on something that, you know, make people think for the end of the day. And I looked that into it like communication and respect should be your understanding, right? I tell people all the time, I'm not your anger and you're not my past. Mm. We're only as strong as our respect will let us be. So if we want to treat each other as kings and queens, we should treat each other as kings and queens to excel. You know what I mean? When you look at every other dynamic in the world, people that are successful, treat each other with respect. They they know how to talk to one another. And like I said again, I'm not your anger and you're not my past. You know what I mean? And I want that to stick in people's head. Like, I don't care if it's a relationship. I don't care if it's a friendship. I don't care if it's a business relationship, whatever it may be. I'm not your anger and you're not my past. You know what I mean? We're only as strong as I respect to let us be. That's simple. You know what I mean? You respect me, I'll respect you. That's simple. I love it. I love it. That's Ticket with his Ticket Thoughts again. Always dropping some gems for us to live by. Uh, most definitely, from all of us here at the Talk Back to Me podcast family, I'm Paul. Y'all seen my crew. I hope y'all enjoyed it. And make sure you tune in yet again. Controversial topics, inspirational views with the occasional tea. We all talk back to you.